Natch, episode 105. Whisper in your lover's ear. Text the sound hawk, 303-548-6877. Welcome, sound hawk. Josh. Yes. Have you ever had congestion, tenderness, or pain in your breasts? I do have a tight, uh, some, I have a tightness. Some women. Sometimes right here. See, like kind of to the left of my nipple, left and low. Some women have experienced trauma from mammograms. I can't read my computer over the mic. Every week, new position. New problems. New problems. Mo positions, mo problems. Some women have experienced trauma from mammograms, fine needle aspiration biopsy, cosmetic changes, or surgery, let alone the emotional fear of what might happen to their breasts someday. Learning to use a loving, lymphatic self-massage can help create positive awareness to nurture and protect your breasts while helping to maintain a healthy immune system. Thanks for the tip. You're welcome. Yeah. I, I make sure I, I check all the breasts in this household. How many are there? I guess just two, like two single breasts, a pair of breasts whose health I'm responsible for intake. Are on. you talking about your own now? Or are you talking about I'm talking about my wife? You're saying females. I'm saying the female in this house doesn't have to rely on self massage. That's all. Oh, unbelievable, man. I thought that's what you were looking for. That is not what I am looking for. Oh, okay. Dude, I thank God she doesn't listen. Jesus. What? <laughs> what do you mean, what? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> you want to tell us more? No, that was it. <laughs> About the breast massage. Why did you put this in here? I just thought you should know. Everyone knows that shit, man. No, it's, I think never... that's real. The, the fear of what might happen to their breasts. That's a scary fear. We sit and bitch about our backs all day. Like, what if you had breasts? Breasts often get What if you had congested breasts? That's what threw me. This this is some product copy I found. I hadn't seen it before in terms of the miracle of natural food and what it can do for you (laughs) if you take it. Congestion in the breasts. I don't know. I don't know much about that. Well, I think we should talk about it for the for an hour. Yeah. That's... Do women feel congested in their breasts? Maybe some women do. Maybe it just means like a tightness. Well, I don't. I mean, that would be tenderness or pain. I can understand those, but t- a congestion. Tenderness and pain are different than a tightness. Congestion is a tightness. Sort of, in a sense, it's like a congestion that makes your your breathing feel tight. When you're doing yeah. all this breast massage, have you ever felt congestion? No. That's because I stay ahead of the curve on all that stuff. Uh, eating oranges. Awkward. Not really. Only well, for you. Well, maybe if, maybe just for me. Me on behalf of all the listeners. <clears throat> eating oranges in the shower. That's another hat tip to old dry fly armory. Just throwing his stories left and right. He even said he might text the sound hawk soon. <laughs> He's working up the nerve. Envelope. Uh, so well, you know what you got to text me? What? That logo. The logo that, that we, yeah. He made the, the razor blade logo that I was angling That's for. That's the one. No, that was your doing. He had some much more. He had some cool ones with like Starburst and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think ultimately they were just too high brow for this fucking weird outfit we got yeah, going. Well, I think I think we just, yeah, we were reverted to just a basic font. No, I've talked. We, we and talked a fucking to, skateboarding font at that. Damn it. You're the one who brought skateboarding in with that font. You found that font. Uh, I Remember did open that. the goddamn door, didn't I? You have only yourself to blame. All right, skater boy. But if you're feeling down, oh. how about you? What? Oh. Are you, why are you picking your nose? What are you doing? No, I'm not picking it. It's right at the base. I'm just. I just had a, a epiphany. An epiphany. Fucking nickname for you, skater boy. Bang, Soundhawk. I can live with that. You got to live with skater boy. That's the best you got. <laughs> That's the. Oh, that is a good one. I we know it's what it refers B-O-I. to. Oh, it's got an eight in it and an I in it. Oh, that's fine. Skater boy. It just makes me feel young. My back's already starting to So we need, you know, we need, we need some sort of a sound cue to go along with that on occasion. What would be a good skater boy? Hey, you know, I know what would be a good, you go ahead. Oh, it's I've not, got it. Don't start playing songs in the podcast that are going to get us in trouble. I think it could be like a, a sound of an ollie. Hmm. Maybe some wheels squeaking on pavement. You're watching your- 
That's an ad. I'm just waiting for the ad. Yeah. I'm sure the payoff will be huge. <laughs> it will. You go ahead. What do you, what were you going to say? Just play it now. You don't have to interrupt me. No, I don't. No, I'm not going to do anything. I think you want to. Is that the, the song? Is that Avril Lavigne? All right, close that shit. I'm going to hit pause if you don't stop playing that. What are you worried about? I just want to hear the... I just don't want to hear that crap. Well, this is where the cue's coming from. No, it's not. I make the cues. Somewhere where she's going to say it, right? I've never heard this song. I don't think I have either. Is she going to say Skater Boy? I would assume so. Isn't that what it's called? Oh, that is the cue, my friend. Uh, you're peeking. You're falling apart. I got so excited. <laughs> Just imagine that randomly throughout the shows in the future. He was a skater boy? He was a skater boy. That's fine. Oh, good. <laughs> that's going to make me happy. That's, that's good. I Back want... to envelope. Oranges in the shower. He asked oh, me. You're off your game now. You no, could, he texted me and asked me. the breast massage nugget. Now you're. I'm happy with the breast massage nugget. Okay. Bring it back. I feel sorry for the. Well. <laughs> okay. Uh, so he, he texted me. See, he's not ready to text the sound hawk because he knows what a prig the sound hawk is. He's, oh, please. He's choosing his moment because he doesn't want to be belittled by the sound hawk. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's been texting me. He's mm-hmm. like, dude, have you ever heard of oranges in the shower? It's a thing. Mm. So I looked it up. Uh, and the first thing that comes up, I, there's a screen grab in the Google Doc, text to SoundHawk. To get, um, to get the Google Doc. Yeah, you get the link to the Google Doc. The show, the, the show notes. Uh, the first thing that comes up is a list of rules for the subreddit on or- is, eating oranges uh, in the shower. Is, I can't say it. I, I'm, I'm locked in on envelope now. I should be more... Po- envelope. Is envelope trolling the subreddit boards of... Food slash. I wouldn't say that. Sensual showering. He's just a. He's a, like a tech dude in a sense. So he's just probably reading Reddit sometimes. I don't fucking know. Dude my brother. My brother reads knows Reddit how to too. Use Reddit. Uh, I think I'm too old for Reddit. Too old for many things. But not Skater Boy. See, boom. He was it. There it was. If you want that sound cue, put that in. It's going to be you singing it. Put that. That's fine. Put that in in post. Yeah, that'll go in in post. But if you're thinking of posting your own shower orange eating photos, which is the thing to do, what's the time? What's the timestamp right there? The the subreddit has some important rules. I hope you're. I hope you're listening here. I am listening. No one wants to see your orange juice covered in genitalia. I'm sorry. No one wants to see your orange (laughs) juice covered genitalia. (laughs) Your orange juice. Threw me back there, my yeah, friend. That's weird. No one wants to see your orange juice covered in genitalia. I don't no. know how you would do that. No, so don't take a picture of your junk, you know. Sticky junk. Glistening with, glazed with orange juice. Glazed, good word. Now this, I don't know about this rule. I don't, I don't understand this one. Only oranges, clementines, tangerines, and blood oranges. Other citrus fruits are strictly prohibited. Stay away, grapefruit. Dude. Why? Last rule, come on, be nice. I think that's probably a... Is this like, is this some sort of fetish community? Is that what we're getting into? Not really. Can you, I mean, here's, here's the reason why it's a big Did thing. Did you look at some pictures on the... Listen to this. Well, think about it. Tearing apart a cold, fresh orange with your bare hands. Just letting the juices run over your body. Not worrying if you're going to get sticky or yeah. anything. Just ripping it in half and tearing into it with your teeth like a savage cannibal who hasn't eaten in a week. This is the most carnal, ferocious, liberating thing a man can do. Oh, preach it, skater boy. Or a woman, I would suppose. No, this is, I didn't, I didn't. Oh, a woman. I didn't attribute Back this. to the breasts. You could have glazed breasts. Well, I'm sure that's happened on Reddit. That's some of the pictures. Isn't that what we're off. after here? That's what we're after here. No, the this point is. This is a porn fetish. No, you're, you don't understand. No, I don't. When people eat, when you eat an orange, isn't it kind of annoying? Especially if it's a juicy orange. I had one right before I knocked on your I window. I know, but yeah, those are clementine. Those are easy to eat. But like an orange, if you peel like a big old orange, it like breaks apart. You get sticky hands. You sure do. You feel sticky for the rest of the day in some sense. You know, so it's just a little bit of a life hack to take that into the shower. Yeah, you just eat your morning orange in the shower. And but then, you're telling me that if this is on, there's a big subreddit with, with these three bullets, that there's not some subreddit of the subreddit that's like, I'm sure there's where all this glistening junk goes. Yeah. I'm sure there's a glistening junk subreddit. And it's all just a ruse to f- get pictures of naked breasts covered in 
Clementine juice. I think mostly what people are doing on the is subreddit that is just sharing their experience of eating an orange in the shower. Well, I think we need to get listen to a listener and how revelatory on- it can be. I don't think I don't. I'm not sure that he's done it. He just heard about it. I was going to do it today, but I didn't have enough time. <laughs> you had to get in your Epsom salt bath. No, I was. I was. Don't do my, it in the bath. I was with my reading group at the school. Don't do it in the bath. No, that would be gross. And you're just soaking in it. That's a different. You need to go to a different Reddit for that. There's a Reddit for everything. It's the beauty of the it's internet the, age. What is this one called? The, this one's called the Orange Eating subreddit. No, shower orange eating. Then you got to do the bath orange eating, and that's for the hardcore. Mm. Oh, I know where that quote came from. It came from there's a. I mean, this is such a big thing. There was, was that a, him? There was a Mashable article on it. No, it oh, came that's from an a article. Mashable article. Really? What the hell? What? What? I don't know. This, this is a thing. It's a life hack, but it's like kind of a. I don't know. What kind of a thing is this? It's the kind of thing that people like. I think this is the end of civilization it, yet again. We're just oh, bored please. off our asses. No, man. It's it's a way to save time and like get the, get the vit- time. get the vitamin C that you want without getting all sticky. You just do it in the morning while you're taking your shower. You eat a big orange, dude. <laughs> God. Huh? How me- it's not that messy to eat an orange. It's not like this huge event that like oh man, I had no, I gotta go take a shower. Well, now. That's part of thing. Like, have you ever been eating an orange? You're like, God, it, I just. It's all it starts getting all over my you, hands. And you're just kind of like, fuck it. I just want it all over thing. me. OCD thing. It's like, this is, a, this is, this is a ruse. No, I remember when I lived in Don't Chicago, no. it would start raining a lot. And I was riding my bike all the time. And there would be days where I'd be riding my bike home from work and it would start raining. And for a while, you're trying not to get wet. You're trying to like, go fast so you don't get wet. But then at you a certain don't care. point, you just let go. Well, yeah, you get so wet that you can't get any wetter. And so you just don't give a shit anymore. And then when you cross that threshold, it becomes like a transcendental experience riding Wait, your you, bike in the rain like that. This so this was is you, similar. What were you doing in the rain? Riding my bike. What else? I was not eating, eating oranges. What else might you ride in the rain if you're Josh Tyson, a.k.a. He was a boy. You don't ride a skater boy, skateboard. Drop it. I'm just, I'm just creating moments to drop the key. You're just embarrassing yourself. Why? Because it's not that good of a nickname. It's oh. not a, I don't think it's as funny as you think it well, is. Well, it has the point. eight and the eye in it. I guess you have to see it to really. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's not as impactful as I think you're. <laughs> I like it. It's fine. It's good. It's decent. All right. Thanks for. It doesn't have the timeless appeal of Soundhawk. I mean, come on. Not yet. Soundhawk's a completely invented term, too. So it shows more creativity on my part. I came up with a nickname <laughs> that never existed before. Okay. Where okay. you're just relying on some cheap Ga- gag. Gauntlet thrown. Cheap gag. Well, I can I can keep ideating on this uh, yeah. cue. I think that's a good idea. Or stick with Skater Boy. Let's see just, what happens. Skater Boy's got a, got a visceral punch to it. It does. Because it, it, it implies skating. It also implies a little bit of condescension around the skating. Yeah. Calls you a boy. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. These are all good points. Yep. I agree. I don't mind. I mean, I'm... Kombucha dogs. Love it. Love this story. Did you read this? It's your story. No, I didn't. I thought you could. These are all the upfronts. Everybody's supposed to read the upfronts. So we all are on the same page. I won't even, there's no quote here. Okay. Did you see the bottles? They have dogs on them. These are rescue dogs. They have rescue dogs on them. The guy, the whole brand. So I think it's actually a fine, well-respected, well-regarded kombucha line. That's, mm-hmm. that's in food service. You can also, it's also bottled. Um, but the guy's like a dog freak. He rescued a dog. He's like, wait a minute, I can help rescue dogs. Why not? So you go to their site. There's like 20 dogs on there that are all available to be rescued. And he's a professional photographer before he made kombucha. And so he takes photographs of them and puts them on the labels. And so what, if you, if you, buy, if you rescue a dog, you get the bottle of kombucha with the no, dog? It, it, he sells the kombucha to promote the rescue yes. initiatives. So at first I'm looking at it like, oh, well, this is a little cheesy. We got like cute pictures of dogs on bottles of kombucha. But no, he's rescuing these dogs. It's great. Dozens, if not hundreds, have been rescued. That's wonderful. You're drinking your kombucha and be like, oh, that's a cute one. Like, I wonder if he's still available. Even if you don't get the dog, right? Even if you don't go for that particular dog, at least you go like, oh, yeah, rescue dog. I should rescue a dog. I should rescue a dog. Even if you don't rescue one of his dogs, you might decide to rescue an animal. I rescued a dog. Did you? Yeah. Georgia came from a breeder. No, she did not. She came from the, the, the Retriever Rescue League of Colorado. I thought you were telling me once how what a fabulous purebred she was and how her coat You're was water insane. repellent. You're <laughs> insane. 
No. You're the one remember who you, your dog. Where's your... I love your dog. He's, he's a rescue. Nah. He got, he got rescued from a kill shelter. Before you did it. I got him from a woman who you rescued him. got him on Craigslist or something. Well, so? He came from a kill shelter. Where'd your dog come from? We signed a up kennel? with the Colorado Retriever Rescue League. Or that doesn't like sound that. like they have a gas chamber there. Bowie's life My is in peril. My dog was found on the streets of Hastings, Nebraska. Oh, I do remember By the that. police who got her and said, well, seems like a nice dog. Put her in the shelter. She got spayed. They didn't know how old she was. The shelter connected to the Retriever Rescue League. Colorado said, we'll take her. Host family got her. When they, when they, when the police got her, they gave her the name Reagan. When the host family out here in, where was it? It was like Highlands Ranchy. They were calling her Phantom. And they had like five or six dogs and some of them were trying to get adopted. Why didn't you didn't keep Phantom? That's a cool name. No, we wanted Georgia. Georgia. How dare you? What? Like some. Phantom. <laughs> you, you had to be some phantom, some tribute to your home state. Yeah, yeah. Next dog, I'm going to call. Where's Jenny from? Tennessee. Ten. Jenny's from Colorado. You couldn't call it Colorado. You had to call it Georgia. No. It's, southern blood runs deep. Yeah, right. <laughs> Kombucha dog, shout out. Yeah, I have a rescue cat as well. You do have a rescue. He has a cat. limp. He had a bum leg. He almost lost that leg. I didn't need a perfect pet with a perfect water repellent coat. I just needed to make a connection with an animal. Fuck you. <laughs> Is not she doesn't ha, she doesn't have a perfect she does have a nice coat <laughs> but that was a, that's just luck we didn't know that oh, I'm just teasing you you I thought you had a perfect pure breed pedigree dog it's just wrong well like you Trump set the record there. straight you set the record straight you're trumping corrected yep I'm just throwing out <laughs> what sounds best to me yep cows drones ATVs how do you what's that publication skater boy. Hmm. Deseret News. Nicely done. Oh, wow. What is Deseret? It's Utah. That's what do you mean? That's another word for Utah? Deseret? Oh, oh, what does the word Deseret mean? I don't know. Let me look it up. You just thought I was going to say Desert News. I thought you were going to just butcher the word. Yeah. It's just their paper. Deseret News. I mean, it's a small town. I don't know what, you know, fuck. Now I want to know. Desiree. Well, you made such a damn big deal about it. I well, thought it was I some word that you, you knew. I thought it was some word you knew from Williams' days. Read the quote. Utah is on tap to become the first state in the country to criminalize the use of drones to harass livestock. Oh my God. The state of Deseret. I interrupted you. Oh, I'm used to it. <laughs> the state of Deseret. Oh, here, look. We can also. Yeah. Deseret. Oh, Deseret. 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 The state of Deseret was a provisional state of the United States proposed in 1849 by settlers from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in Salt Lake City. So we could call this episode Just Deserets. Oh, that is so... <laughs> Why you gotta cheese it? What do you mean? Oh yeah, because it was so... Just nuts. Deserets. It wasn't cheesy at all before. It's, not, it not. it's like I took the edge off something that was I'm amazingly... called the edgy. state of Deseret. The provisional state existed for slightly over two years and was never recognized by the United States government. The name derives from the word for honeybee in the Book of Mormon. Well, there you go. The plot thickens. It does. We love bees. Oh, I didn't know that at all. I learned something. That's what happens on this podcast. Everyone's learning stuff. Left and right. House Bill 2017. Or, I'm sorry. House, <laughs> thank you. House Bill 217, sponsored by Representative Scott Chu. Love it. A Republican from Jensen County. Passed unanimously in the House on Monday, the bill would make it a Class B misdemeanor if a person knowingly uses an all-terrain vehicle, dog, or drone to harass or harm livestock. If the animal is seriously injured or killed, and the person has committed the offense before, the crime would be bumped up to a Class A misdemeanor, which carries a potential one-year stay in jail and a $2,500 fine. Wow. What do you think? It's getting a lot of press as a drone angle, like, oh, you can harass cattle with drones but this the is, guy's actually doing it because of the atv angle because mm. apparently this is like something you do for sport you just get on your atv go out and like Chase scare cattle. the shit out of cows that's pretty mature yeah i was gonna say it sounds like cow tipping in the modern age right yeah you don't have to go out in the field and get your pretty little shoes know, dirty anymore maybe it's just because i was just thinking about the kombucha dog story but it's like who the fuck is out there like killing scaring to death yeah livestock like, that yeah. we needed to be, like oh, here's the class B misdemeanor, here's cattle. the class A. 
like class B, like, oh yeah, you, you, you buzzed the drone too low and the cattle miscarried. Thanks ass. As opposed to, oh yeah, you just thought you were going to do a little wheelie with your ATV and ran over five of my cows. You fucker. God, who are these people? I don't know, man. Come on. Takes all kinds, I guess. How am I doing on my mic this week? I can't tell. You've been a mess, dude. <laughs> when you got when you went through your whole skater boy thing, you were so fucking excited. You were like practically swallowing the thing. <laughs> Is this good? Like right here? That's where you should be. Right here. Well, okay. Little, I said that's back? where you should be. And you lean in to say right here. I want to get in a comfortable position. How about this? You just move your head too much. I do move my head a lot. At, like every time you emphasize a word, you're bobbing and weaving. Looks that's like how, you're doing something else over there. You want to inhibit the performance? You're performing something, all right. It's like you're performing uh, Mike yeah, Fellatio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody needed you to spell it out. I'm going to move it a little Well, they closer. can't see what I see. I saw you doing that. Gosh. All right. I got a quick update on... Just vi- take it to the shower with your oranges. It's got a quick update on vil- Villager Goods. Oh, thank God. Skater Boy brings you... Pause. Skater Boy. We went deep last week on Villager Goods in episode 104, a new line of... It's <gasps> Wait for water. it. <gasps> oh. It's coconut water from with some, a lifestyle angle <gasps> from from skaters and surfers and well there were e- extreme athletes. Not, I believe I mean, five key players were that, some okay. of the top professional skateboarders in the world, and we a, had a, long a number of them were also investors in Saint Archer, which is a yeah, craft brew trying to lend some credibility craft brewery to bunk. They got bought up by Miller or something. Oh, congrats! Well, not this. This is your whole problem. Like, I don't see why this doesn't qualify as food news. That's my point. It does. <laughs> they got sold for a lot of money. They made a lot of money. Now they're using some of that money to invest in coconut water, which we know can be dangerous from talking to Greg Bagney. I mean, it's a saturated market. Well, not... Oh, but, but your danger, advice... Dangerous as a business move, not dangerous to drink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not dangerous to drink. So I'm listening... Crowded. I, that... Oh, crowded. Is this shelf stable? Now you repeating yourself. I think it's refrigerated, right? It's in the refrigerated case... Ugh, brutal. So hard. It is. It's hard. It's, but, if, but that's it's the like thing. like that subreddit with the glistening but orange what the, breasts. What, what, what a lot of those other coconut waters don't have is an attachment to a lifestyle. Oh, they all have an attachment to them. They just don't have... Not as attach- distinct. They don't have this angle on it. It's not as distinct. Yeah, you go ahead. The I other like, thing about skateboarders that I know note. from being one is that we're, is like skateboards are very... They have an allegiance. Loyal. Loyal. Yes, to... To products backed or founded by skaters. You know so. what I always say? What my pappy in uh, Southern Georgia always say? Once a skater boy, always a skater boy. That's true, man. You can't, you can take the boy out of the skater or off the skate, but you can't take the skater out of the boy. So as so we were the discussing. The reason I put this in yeah. here, you're, you're basically parroting what you were saying last week almost. You're like, it's a crowded movie. You're like, I'm going to paraphrase. What, maybe I'll, I'll see if I can remember exactly what you said. You're like, my advice. Mm-hmm. For the team of Villager Goods. See, no wonder you get so loud. Mm-hmm. Is you get on Bethnet and you send them some swag. Yep. That so was exactly about what that. I so, said. So I was composing a tweet. I was I'm like, on tape. See, I'm a marketing maven. Saying get to the boys at Bevnet, get inside the industry, mm-hmm. prove your salt, then get this lifestyle shit going bigger. <laughs> Excuse me. It was tangy. Uh, so marketing maven that I am, I, I'm like, ooh, maybe I, maybe I, maybe I tweet that quote. That way you can tag Villager Goods and BevNet, start, start the ball rolling. But then right before I hit send, I'm like, wait a minute. <gasps> Who's to say they haven't been in BevNet already? They're way ahead of the curve on you, man. They They're were, in bed with BevNet already? They were featured on BevNet back in July of last year. Yeah, okay, genius. You think you're such hot shit. Here's, here's, here's a newsflash for you, because hmm. those who have the doc would see this. Oh, crap. It's, no, it's <laughs> Villager Goods. <laughs> wait a minute. I wish, maybe we should open up the doc early somehow. How could we do that for folks? Like let them into the dock, give them access to add stories and huh? Who's with me? Anyway, um, <clears throat> they've, I'm saying they've already been covered in, in Bevnet. Bevnet. Bevnet is aware of their product. Villager goods set to launch coconut water this fall. Press release July 25th. They sent them a fucking press release, dude. So what? Bevnet of course they republished it. That doesn't mean they've, they got to send them product. You got to get old Robert Craven. Robert Craven? No, Robert Craven is at Mega Food. What's, what's his name? It's Wes Craven, right? Benny Craven? It's Wes Craven. Oh, no, Jesus. Street. I think it is. 
Oh, I'm so embarrassed now. The insider is so embarrassed. What's his name? Craven. Well, I don't know. But uh, I gotta look it up. Yeah, the insider John, should be. John, in- it's John, no, it's John Craven. I knew. John Craven. Robert Craven Food. Congratulations, Mark. Friend of. Slow down. Okay, I've got to calm down. Everything's okay. Yeah. So what if it's a press release? My point was, is you like, John clearly Craven they, they're taking off Instagrams. Actually, they review, they actually review beverages. So no shit they, re- they do. Have they reviewed it? It just came, it's coming out. It's, it's just came, it's coming, just coming out. out. I it's don't coming out. <laughs> it's came out. No, my point is you're so quick to assume that like these, these dirty skaters, they, they don't know about BevNet. They wouldn't do their fucking due diligence and send press releases to the right place. They were on top of it. They got some meaty coverage here. BS. That is, that is weak sauce. I'm just saying. It's it's better than nothing, though. You're right. It shows that somebody's paying attention. Yeah. That's all I wanted to do was just rub that in your face. <laughs> Good try. What do you mean? It's, the face has been You want to know what I want to do? I don't really. I wanna, this is a contentious issue. I need to consult the tarot on this. Oh, all right. Do you need to set up, do you need to uh, match it and do some cues and everything? Um, no. Oh, so let me frame a question here. Okay. My question is going to be, does Villager Goods have a chance in hell of succeeding in the coconut case? Of breaking through, excuse me, in a extremely crowded uh, market segment, right? You got to write that down. Does Villager Goods have a chance in hell? In hell, huh? Is that wrong? Chance of hell? Chance no, in, it's hell. in hell. Chance in hell. You're just, you're just making it very dramatic. Of breaking something. into the. You're coconut. going for that edge. Like coconut. I want to use the word hell. Yeah. Well, I don't put it in. Okay. Into the coconut what, case. Gonna... Coconut water case. Coconut water fridge case. Were you about to admonish me for putting fucking in on Instagram? Yeah, I don't think people liked that. What a direct quote. I don't like that. <laughs> You self-quoted yourself on Instagram? <laughs> Maybe they didn't like that. Yeah, that's possible. All right, three cards. Past. We're, call it, past we're, we're deciding future. whether or not Villager Goods is going to survive. Do they have the goods? Oh, that's a better framing. It Does Villager Goods have the goods? Past. Justice. Just. Uh-huh. Okay, justice. Let's read about justice, Mark. First time listeners, Josh is consulting a small mimeographed writer weight tarot deck uh, user's manual. How to user's manual on how to perform a tarot. Now will you listen to Josh into it? Equity, rightness, probity. (coughs) No? (coughs) Uh, Executive. (laughs) This is very. This is Trumpian. Reverse, law in all departments, bigotry, bias, excessive severity. Sometimes the versal is more important than the reversal. Actually, here we go. Excessive severity. I can speak to this. Excessive severity. That's what, okay, that struck a nerve. That's a hallmark of skateboarding's origins in a way. Because it, was, it's, it used to be very exclusive. It was, a, it was an Hardcore, activity. Straight edge. Stra- hard edge. No, no, no. Straight edge is something different. Don't know. Okay. Straight edge means you don't use drugs or alcohol. Certainly there are some straight edge skateboarders. If you're straight edge, can you get your rocks off from pictures of glistening yeah, orange? Is it drugs or alcohol? Juice breasts? Is it drugs or alcohol? Kind of drug. No. It's an addiction. In fact, I knew a skateboarder. I was, I'm addicted he, to a I subreddit. thought of him for some reason just the other day. Some, I can't remember it's this weird, kid's name. It's weird because it's just me and another guy on that subreddit all day long talking about mm-hmm. these orange juice glistening genitals. There was a guy I knew his at Metropolitan. Would you his stop? Name is no one gives a shit. <laughs> Paul and Pauline. Paul, I was going to reverse envelop. Wow. <laughs> Go ahead. What are you trying to do? All right. I was just saying I knew a, a straight edge skateboarder at Metro. I thought of him the other day and he, I remember he had drug tattooed on the back of one arm and then free tattooed on the back of the other. Cause he'd been straight edge, but when I met him, he was no longer straight edge. So he had drug free tattooed on his arms, excessive severity, but he was drinking again. Mm. But with skateboarding, yeah, it's like, it was, it's like locked into this smaller world. If, if, you, if you aren't a skateboarder, you're beneath. You suck. Skateboarding is the best thing in the world. Everything I've needed with skateboarding is the best. Awesome. Everything else is just a subreddit. Sounds great. It was a tightening like crew because back then it was illegal to skateboard. There weren't skate parks everywhere. You'd get kicked out of parking lots. Okay. And it was all mostly kids from broken homes. Little little exclusive club of... Exactly. 
turning your nose up at everybody else. We're the best. Something, something you know quite a bit about. Unbelievable. The prig. Not true. <laughs> Envelope backwards is Paul Polevny. Present. Temperance. Ooh, I love it when we get cards that don't have numbers. It is kind of exciting, isn't it? <laughs> Pro. Reading. Economy, moderation, frugality, management, accommodation. Have we covered any food? New- I don't even know Reversed. what's going on this week. This is a food. This I'm is not about even coconut like water. Here. I'm dissociated. Disassociated. Things connected with the church, with churches, religions, sects, the priesthood, also unfortunate combinations, disunion, competing interests. Hmm. Ooh, competing interests. In the present, there are Fractions, many. Fractions, fractious nature of the Villager Goods team. Yeah, there you go. Surf versus skate. No, I just mean there's competing interests and there's like a lot of people competing in that marketplace for oh, coconut yeah. water. There you go. And there's competing interests in skateboarding too. You're right. Harmless it's- Harvest. How are you going to outdo Harmless Harvest on a lifestyle brand? I don't know. As skateboarding grew bigger and became less exclusive, it broke off into factions, you know? Shit, why did I decide to do a tarot reading where you could just start to pontificate about skating? (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, you secretly love this shit. Back in the 80s, I remember. No, I think that's good. So there's competing interest in skateboarding right now because there's big money coming into skateboarding, like Nike, like my my Eric Costin Hyperfeel 3 shoes. That's Nike injecting a bunch of money into skateboarding. I like this angle. But then you have a reaction to it because you have smaller skater-owned shoe companies like Huff. Oh, Huff. You know, like saying like, like no, support skater own shit. Remember when we remember when uh, Dylan Reader passed away and we played that little clip of him talking? Mm. That's what he was saying. Yep, he was saying right now it's time to support skater own things. Yep. So there, that speaks right there to competing interests within. I like that, that angle world. in Villager Goods. This is our own skater owned brand. It's small. Yeah, but they would sell it in a heartbeat. Two three years from now, this thing's sold, right? Well, that's the competing interest part. All right. So what? So where are we here? The future. This, <laughs> oh this no! Is, these, these, oh no! I happen to know this is not a very good card. Tower, it's the tower. Oh! I didn't. I moved away from the mic. The that tower. Is a, that is a nail in the coffin. Misery, distress, <laughs> ruin. How are you going to worm out of this one, buddy? Indigence, adversity, calamity, disgrace, deception, reversed. We've gone with reversals on all on the previous two, so maybe this will tell us. According to one account, the same in a lesser degree. Also, impression, imprisonment, tyranny. Opre- imprisonment, tyranny. So maybe maybe what could happen... So this could go two ways, what I'm seeing with the tower. The whole thing could just fall apart. Yep. And not last a year. Right. Or it goes off like gangbusters and gets bought up by a big company. Which is also a bad outcome. Which could be because then it, you're, you're under the tyranny. You're under the jackboot... Of your own. And there you have it. A professional tarot reading from Skater Boy. I'm getting better at this. Tell you what, you know what's interesting about this week's reading? You your way out of a completely obvious negative reading. No, it wasn't. It didn't get negative till the end, but... The tower. See, that's that's what a tarot novice does. They assume that bad card just means all bad. It could also mean a good outcome for them in the sense that they make a lot of money, but then they lose control of their... This is a food news podcast... We are very close now to the food news. Real quick, though, to Shit. go back to the tarot. It's this a food news eventually podcast. This is the first time this has happened. What are you doing? All three cards that we pulled came out of the greater arcana. Yes, they did. They weren't part of like, the they lesser. weren't in the lesser suits. They weren't in the lesser arcana. They weren't cups. They weren't swords. They weren't pentacles. They weren't, what is it, wands? Major arcana. That means this was a big deal. So best of luck, Villager Goods. <clears throat> so I'm going to begin to... Bring Don't get caught in that crumbling, burning tower. I'm going to begin to bring us into the, the food news eventually portion of the podcast. You're going to ease us into the food news? I'm going to ease us in. Then you're going to give us a lovely interlude. I've got a nice So interlude. we can break. We can take a bathroom break. Have a snack. Go eat an orange. Check your together. text messages from, yeah, your buddy in the shower. Huh? Eating an orange. He, never once did I say that, that he'd actually eat an orange. wasn't him specifically. Just in general. You think I have all these orange eating buddies texting me? <laughs> now I do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. All right. What do you it got for juicy- us, man? Okay. Uh, I just wanted to let you know. I've been on a Mark Bittman kick. Trifecta of home run recipes executed in my household. Really? Yeah. 
I've been cooking from the Bitman cookbook too. I started with you. I was like, oh yeah, we do Friday movie night a lot. Not every week, but whenever we can, where the adults get to pick the movie. That's the key. What a dream it would be to someday meet Mark Bitman. <laughs> we'll get to that. <clears throat> um, that way we can introduce to the kids movies that they would not normally pick. You know how this works. Yeah. We used to buy pizza. We order pizza. Like Die Hard, shit like that. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, I was like, never mind. <clears throat> oh, you were going to say something even more inappropriate? Yeah, it's not right. Yeah. Shower with the oranges. Terrible. Showering with oranges. So the director's cut. I said, let's make our own pizza. Out loud, you said that, huh? <laughs> Out loud, and then I did. You hear that squeaking? Did you use the hand gesture too? The fucking couch is squeaking. <clears throat> yeah, I made my own. I'm going to make my own pizza every time we do movie night. Did it last week. Bitman dough. Boom. With the slight addition that you sanctioned mm-hmm. of a little scoop of uh, Mr. Furley, that fresh sourdough oh, starter yeah. right in there. And how did that dough taste? Came out great. Did you get a pizza stone like I recommended? Got a pizza stone. a boy. Came out great. Burned some cheese right on that pizza stone already. Oh, yeah, that happens. And then, yeah. Well, just big scars all over it. But anyway. It's not meant to be pristine. It's home a stone. run. Home run. Then, mm-hmm. actually before this, up in the, we were up in the mountains like, oh, man, these bananas are bad. Wait a minute. I saw something. Wasn't Mark? We were talking to Mark Bittman about he was going to do these Grub Street voiceover recipes, real quick hits for like social and web. Let's check those out. Oh, yeah, here's his, here's his classic banana bread recipe. Oh, so good. He just posted a thing about making banana cake, too. I saw that. It? I might need to, do, need to do that next. Same batter. Home run. Super easy home run. Yeah, banana bread's the best. Thanks to Rocky. So all of this has happened within one week. Rocky. Rocky is one of our um, drinking buddies. That's coming in. That's coming in now, huh? That's Rocky. Um, he's a man he's a of French, French origins. He has a lovely <laughs> accent. Accent. I was talking to him one night over some beers. Shaggy Brownie organizes this. Skater boy comes sometimes. And I usually skate there. Oh, my stomach growled. It's almost lunchtime. I thought that was a truck. <clears throat> the guy, we're talking about leaks. I, talk, I was bringing up Mark Bittman saying, we're making a podcast with Mark Bittman. He goes, I love Mark Bittman. This is my favorite recipe. The leeks. In America, you don't cook the leeks. We talked about how to clean the leeks. Saw this recipe. It is a home run, this leek fried rice, Mark Bittman. You, you want to know what you do? You dice up some ginger and garlic. You crisp it up in peanut oil. That's a good idea. You set that aside. Let it drain on a paper towel. Good idea. Leeks. You whisking the leeks? I'm cutting the leeks. More peanut oil. Get them soft. Yeah. Melt, put, the, melt the leeks. Put, put in some old rice. Yep. A couple days old. Week old. Fry that rice up with the leeks. Mm-hmm. You essentially then, oh, separate skillet, more peanut oil. You're frying up eggs. You know, like sunny side up. Maybe yep. t- yeah, leave them, leave, them, leave them soft yolk. In the bowl, you do the rice, the leek fried rice. You do egg on top. You put the crunchy garlic and ginger on top of that. You might do a little ring around the edge, just a little drizzle of sesame oil and soy sauce. Oh, wonderful. So I will That's say my, my trifecta. Uh, That's my Mark Bittman trifecta. Shout out, get bit. I'm going to have to give props to Roy Choi for my own fried rice experiments. I heard him on NPR talking about when he was a kid and he'd make ketchup fried rice. Mm. So I started making it. It's delicious. You do the, basically the same thing. You like, you know, put some oil in a pan, saute some garlic, some sort of vegetable, throw in the rice, a little more oil. This, you don't do that. But but then you you put in, like you, I usually like hollow out a little crater in the middle and you squirt in a bunch of ketchup, maybe mm-hmm. some sriracha too. Mm-hmm. And then you stir it around and like the sugar and that stuff kind of caramelizes everything. It's real good. And then you, of course, do the sunny side up eggs. So you can have like the yolky juice. Well, so the only difference is that the garlic and ginger aren't in to flavor the rice. They're a topping and they're mm-hmm. crunchy. Oh, yeah. That's a nice accoutrement. I put sesame seeds on the top of mine usually. Yeah, but this is a crunch. And then a I fed you. Powerful, flavorful crunch. Last week I fed you. I extrapolated on the ketchup fried rice recipe f- and instead put in some black beans. And then instead of ketchup, I put in my homemade red chili. I can't wait to see that. Is that going to make our uh, video? We're doing some video work for you folks. Oh, yeah. Where I talk about what I feed you. <laughs> yeah, I'll put that in there. Because it's right after you, you dog me. 
you take a swipe and then I'm right. remind you that I'm nice and I cook for your sorry ass. You know, I'm starting to like salivate right now, which is that a bad thing? You're is there some hungry. special meal prepared for me yet again? I have. Oh, well, okay, here we go. Last few weeks. Let's talk some more about Mark Bittman. One of my favorite recipes that I've been cooking a lot of, you know, on, on Christmas in this house, we have family. You're invited to come over whenever you want on Christmas day. I am family. Oh, which you're, you're close to that I'm line. Close, man. You can come over on Christmas if you want. I don't care. But, but I'm making soup. I do. I always make soups. I don't want to be with my family. <laughs> Ouch. I mean, my immediate. Anyway. I make lots of soups. Nice. So this year I made two Bitman soups. I made a black bean soup that's delicious and easy. It uses like a tablespoon of cumin. Whoa. Which, se- which sounds like a lot, but in the context of the soup, works well. And then I also make a charred onion soup. Based Ooh. on one of his recipes. And I made some of that last night. I can give you a bowl. I would love that. I, I tweaked it a little bit this time because I had the rind of a, a Parmesan. So I threw that in with the stock. Have you ever done that in a soup? You throw Mm-mm. in a Parmesan rind to add mm. flavor along with the bay leaves. You know, you can buy Parmesan like shredded. I know. <clears throat> I'm just kidding. If, you, if you're a Luddite. You can buy yourself a robot to wipe your ass for you. Yeah, you can do a lot of things. So I, oh. And Italy. then this week too, cooking oh. out of cooking out of how to cook everything vegetarian. I gotta get it. I'm making. I made glazed. No, Mark, send me some cookbooks, please. Signed, braised, Signed braised and glazed butternut I guess, squash. I guess I could pay for them. Why am I asking you for them for free? Don't whisper. No one likes hearing whispering, man. Well, we're buddies. Maybe I'll send them to me for free. I'm gonna throw an apple core at you. Braised and glazed butternut squash. I did it Thai style. Who doesn't like whispers? Coconut milk. Ooh. A little bit of peanut butter. That's good for your cholesterol. It was saucy. It was good. It had a lot of protein in it. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, before you do the interlude. Okay. Which apparently this week is Chico Chico. Count well, Sticky in his I was just going to say, if you're, looking, <laughs> well, if you're looking for a handle for that subreddit about oranges, Count Sticky. <laughs> oh! You're Count man, Sticky. There's so many good titles for this episode. All right. So, yeah. Chico Chico by Count Sticky and his Calypsonians. Can I start it or did you have something you wanted to say? I just wanted a quick d- update on the level of veganism in your diet these days. Uh, still pretty good. I had a steak uh, the night of the school auction. We went to tables. And the vegetarian option, it was a mushroom thing I'd had before and it's good. But I don't know. If I feel the urge to get a steak, my body's telling me I should do a steak. Go for it. And if I'm at a restaurant where I know that they take care in sourcing decent meat, then I'm okay with it. Do we know that about them? Probably. Yeah. It's high quality. Sure. Yeah, it's yeah, quality it's, food. Yeah, come on. Great restaurant. Tables on Life's Kearney Street in Park Life. Hill. Check Love it out. It. But yeah, for the most part, still mostly okay, great. eating vegan. Thank you. 
had a lovely lunch. We had a sardine, sardine melts, open-faced sardine melts. On, I believe that was Dave's Killer Bread. It was Dave's Killer Bread. Shout out Prison Reform. I actually had a question about that bread. It didn't really occur to me until recently, but like the killer is written on there like it's spray painted kind of like it would just be Dave's bread. And then someone was like, killer. Was that, was he, was he in jail for killing somebody? Um, Cause that'd be kind of intense. I don't. That's like, I know he was in jail. I don't, let me look that up. I, I mean, don't know if, if he did kill murder. somebody and he's reformed, all that's great. But, oh, like, but he went back why to would jail. You, he did? Yeah, like last year. Recidivism? Recidivism? Yeah. yeah, but there's other people running the company. He went so. back to jail. He, yeah, he did. What? I, I heard that. Oh. Here we go. Dave's Killer Bread. Oh, he's got, yeah, well, there he, he's, he's prison buff. On the left there? Yeah. Is that him with Jeremy Renner? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> who is that? I don't know who that is. Let's see. Uh, what's the Dave story, damn it? I'm sure it's on here. You think they put it on their page that, oh, he's back in jail I'm, now. I'm but sure they he's did. working on some new recipes. No, not that he's back in jail, but. <clears throat> Maybe the Dave's Wikipedia page would tell you. What did he do? I don't know what his, there's this killer new recipe. You'd have to natch it. As a marketing maven, I just noticed these things. But what I wanted to say is I made the, we had the charred onion soup that we just spoke about. Lovely lunch. And uh, we spent a lot of time on this podcast bickering and arguing with one another, talking about how diametrically opposed we are in so many things, but we found some common ground. As young men, if we were out to eat with our parents and French onion soup was on the menu, you better believe we were both Soundhawk and Skater Boy ordering that shit up. Oh, sound talking. I thought, yeah, I thought you, cause you, or sound talking count sticky. We've got two names for you now. Yeah. We call you skater boy or count sticky, which is perfect for you. Cause Josh has this freewheeling seventies libido. Anything goes vibe. He's just always a little bit sticky. Hey baby, you want to get sticky? Oh, McConaughey. Rock and roll two of us. We'll make bongos sometimes. Why not? I, look at this. This Wikipedia page is very light. Flower Foods purchased the company last year. Dave's Killer Bread. New chief executive as it expands. This is an exciting podcast. Let's Food news eventually, uh, Mark. Why don't you launch right into that? All right. Thanks for the lunch. That was really good. <clears throat> anytime. FDA continues to care. Actually, not anytime. Once a week. I'll make you lunch. No I more. could come over a couple times during the week. I don't, when, when you're not here, I don't make like a grand lunch for myself. I'll have maybe a salad, usually a Vegas sport bar or two throughout the day. Still doing those, huh? Look at the pecs. Look at the pec def, dude. Of course I'm still doing that shit. I think got, we a know why congestion, a- got a lot of congestion up in these pecs, man. You're punching yourself in the mirror with your little baby weights. That's what's going on. <laughs> those are five pound weights. Okay. God, I am peeking out. Uh, FDA continues to carefully review Vinpositine comments. God, I should have. Is that how you say that? I think that's right. Vinpositine. Stephen Daniels. Nutri ingredients. Pro. You know Stephen? Yep. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration has received received over 800 comments. 800 comments about Vinpositine as the agency continues to assess the regulatory status of the ingredient. Here we just have one of your classic supplement stories. Yeah. Is it legit? Does it work? There's this vocal crowd who's like, don't take away my stuff. Vinpositine, a compound positioned for brain health formulations, is derived from vincamine obtained from the lesser periwinkle plant. Vinca minor L. There's evidence to support its role as a vasodilator or increasing blood flow to the by increasing blood flow to the brain. It's being investigated as a drug in many countries, but is not permitted as a pharmaceutical in the U.S., instead being sold as a supplement. So you can buy this stuff? Hell yeah. Mm. It's a drug around the world, but here, 
supplement. Well, I mean, in Trump's America, the FDA has gone. They're going to start putting this stuff in the water supply, dude. Help your brain. Actually, no, they do don't you, want you smarter. They don't want you smarter. No. Then Positine is synthetic. Uh-oh. Always Synthesis. trouble here. Synthetic botanicals. Since the release of the first NDI draft guidance, okay, nobody cares, released updated form just a few weeks ago. The agent's taking the bioidentical compounds or so-called synthetic botanicals do not qualify as dietary ingredients because synthetic compounds, even if they are identical in all respects to their botanical progenitors, did not themselves arise from plants and therefore don't meet the definition of a dietary ingredient. Easy. Sound talk. See what we're getting at? Not really. You find something in a plant. What do we look for here? Periwinkle? Periwinkle plant. Periwinkle plant. There wasn't any... Isn't there also like a river-dwelling insect called a periwinkle, and they build little houses for themselves on their backs out of small stones? Look it up. So I guess vinpositine comes from vincamine, and vincamine is in the lesser periwinkle plant, but my guess is... And this is not just an educated guess. This is a kingmaker's guess. Oh. Oh. Wow. The agency, that's the FDA, soon to be gutted. Vinpositine is not found in V minor. The agency formerly known as FDA. Voakanga, or any other botanical, but rather is a synthetic derivative of vincamine, or tabersanine. Tay-tay? So I don't know if that's exactly this one, but the vibe here is... You find something in this obscure plant, it's too hard to get it out of the plant and put a lot of it in a pill, or a tincture, or a beverage, or whatever. So you make it in the lab. You synthesize. And you get it real potent and big and good. And then you sell that, and you can do it cheap and still get at supplement level prices. And the FDA says, I don't know if that's legit. Great story. So Con- you're contentiousness in the supplement industry, but there's this is a particular one. What was the last one? I don't know. What's the Kingmaker's take? You can Kratom? Was that the one everybody got upset Crack about? Like, don't take away my Kratom. But we've got a nation full of Kratom junkies. Oh, it's Crocodile. <laughs> it's not Crocodile. Uh, what about Kingmaker? Would you ingest this stuff to beef oh, up that? Oh, no, I would not. Really? I don't think we know enough about this stuff. Well, yeah, if your brain got any bigger, it would cause swelling in that small head. That could be problematic. <clears throat> mm-hmm. <laughs> Heard it? Moving on. Uh, Germany. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Germany banned meat from official government functions, and politicians aren't happy about it. Whoa, this is a bold move. Bold move. You sound like Ned Ryerson. Needle nose Ned, Ned the head. Mike Mike Pomeranz, foodandwine.com. It's your website of note. The culinary. You draw out, you just draw it out. (laughs) Oops, I hit something. Members of German Chancellor Angela Merkel's Christian... Angela Merkel. And members of German Chancellor Angela Merkel. Nope. Christian Democracy Party, who've been on the offensive recently, going after Environment Minister... Can I just say Barbara Hendricks, or is it Barbara Hendricks? Yeah, it's Barbara. (laughs) And her Social Democrat Party, after Hendricks decided to axe meat from all official official government functions, citing the environmental benefits of a vegetarian diet. Hot damn, Germany. Well, it's not like a unified Germany. It's just a rogue party being like, hey, guess what? Well, so wait. So so Hendricks said, we're going vegetarian. What did Merkel say? Uh, She said, okay. They're upset. Members of her party are on the offensive. Let me give you a quote, Mark. I'm not having this veggie day through the back door, said Christian Schmidt, the German food minister and member of the Christian Democrats, accusing the social Democrats of trying to impose their will on the German people. I believe in diversity and freedom of choice, not nanny statism. Statism. Nanny statism. I was saying with the German accent. And ideology. Meat and fish are also part of a balanced diet. So about this back door... I prefer to eat my vegetables. So I take his point there. Oh, I see what you're doing there. See what I did there? Uh-huh. Oh, not a veggie enema? With German elections a month away, the Social Democrats have been surging in the polls, potentially foreshadowing a win that could upend the government's current leadership. Ooh. Yeah. Good job on these quotes. So the vegetarians are kicking it in Germany. 
Sounds like it. Uh, we're not telling anyone what they should eat, the ministry reportedly said in a statement, but we want to set a good example for climate protection because vegetarian food is more climate friendly than meat and fish. So you True. know what? You are telling people what to eat and that's okay. Stop apologizing for it. Yeah, don't apologize. Own it. Own it. So I was actually, as I was reading this. You've was, had dinner with me. You get the steak while you can because in a number of years it won't even be on the menu. That's even though I didn't have dinner with you the other night when I ate that steak, I was thinking I should have this steak now because I might not get it tomorrow. Could be a super drought. Could be a super drought. Could be a swarm of, of ATVs harassing the livestock. And that, you're not going to want to eat meat that's been... Harassed? Harassed. No. By drones? All that fear from drone free and ATV harassment what, what, affects what, the quality of the meat. Drone-free beef. When's that going to come out? It's on its way. So I did do a little uh, Wikipedia research because I realized <laughs> I didn't know the difference between the Christian, democ- the Christian Democrats and the... Social Democrats. In I'm going to guess one has religion in it. Christian democracy is a political ideology which emerged in 19th century Europe under the influence of conservatism and Catholic social teaching, as oh. well as as well as neo-Calvinism. Look at these nice footnotes you've left in here that don't refer to anything. I'm not going to go in and delete those for you. No, of course. What just for you? I'm the one reading the quote. You're no. probably going to delete these bullets. Oh, uh, if I delete it, it won't matter. But otherwise, a newsletter reader. I had a feeling these wouldn't make the, I, you go through and slice with abandon. So, Continue. Uh, it was originally conceived as a combination of traditional Catholic beliefs and modern democratic ideas, and it grew to incorporate the social teaching of other Christian denominations, such as the Lutheran Church and the Reformed Church. So this is the center-right party in Germany. None of that meant anything to me. Great. In the early post-war era in Western Europe, social democratic parties rejected the Stalinist political and economic model, then, the, then current in the Soviet Union, committing themselves either to an alternate path to socialism or to a compromise between cap- capitalism and socialism. So it's your liberal party, a but it's a little different. compromise between capitalism and socialism. Mm-hmm. Wait, this is the social democrats? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm liking that. See, this is interesting to me, though, because things... Bernie style. Things shake out a little differently with political parties there, because... What happened Europe to my has, voice? Europe has experienced real socialism. We throw little fits mm. over here about, oh, it's social identity. I don't. We, we have no... I welcome them. Well, I welcome them, too. I meant the other we's. Mm. But we are, we are all... Them, one. all those non-skaters. That's right. Yeah. They're beneath my wheels. My big pants and my small wheels. <laughs> Here's my takeaway, though. Oh, skater boy. From all of this. Yep. I, I wrote a, a, a little a little sentence here. Oh, this is you? Oh, yeah, I wrote this. I was feeling very this poetic. Is, in a nutshell, we have Captain Sticky. Captain Sticky? Captain Count Sticky. Count Sticky. Here's what Count Sticky says. People presume to deserve far more choice and convenience than reality can fairly bear. Well, says that reality can fairly bear. <laughs> I read it properly. You did. People deserve, people presume to deserve, what? I was cooking when I wrote it. (laughs) Yeah, this is not that profound. People presume to deserve far more choice and convenience than reality can fairly bear. That's profound. That is an easy Icarus. But your point being, we want more choice than we can actually handle. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, maybe this doesn't have much to do with the article. Why did you write it like that? I don't know. What does this have to do with the article? Well, I mean, like people bitching about like, I want mission fish and meat at these government functions. Yeah. It's just like persnickety bullshit. Just give it up, man. Just be thankful you got some fucking food to eat. <sighs> For the love of God. We didn't do a We Are Watching, did we? No. Good. But you've got something for us. need a week off. All right. You gotta, you're going to bring us home with this? Uh, the problem with having the lunch at the interlude is that I'm, I'm just... A, you're a little sleepy now? <laughs> a little sleepy. Maybe we need the lunch, and then we do need like some, uh, some of these all natural, all natural energy shots. No, we should do like coffee, jumping jacks. I don't drink coffee. <sighs> Tinnitus. No caffeine. No coffee. No caffeine. Full bore. No caffeine. Wow. Although I, I'm holding. I will. I think that we should buy some puer puer tea. And experiment with that poor poor tea because it, it can cure migraines. Maybe it offsets the tinnitus. Mm. Maybe it'll do it. get me back into caffeine. I also took a few days off. I think off we ought of, to drink it and live tweet at Max while we're doing it. We can do that. I, uh, hey, Max. Well, that wouldn't make much sense, though, because the podcast isn't released live. 
So well, it would mean nothing to him. It would mean no. he'd have to remember to listen a few days later. Yeah, exactly. It's a long shot. Hey, made quite an impression. I took a... Uh, we were retweeted by Saver. Sav, sa- Saver. Saver. I took a few days off the IPAs too. What's that smell? I don't smell. It's probably you. Maybe the, the cats fart? Maybe the cat farted. Took a few days if off. If cats fart, then that cat just farted. I took a few days off the IPAs. See yep. if that would affect my tinnitus. A few days. You need more than that. Nope. With caffeine and alcohol, it's like a pretty hmm. qu- quick reaction. I noticed no difference. So back on the sauce. <laughs> At least two per night. Okay. Last story. Food news podcast. Food news eventually. This is the eventually. My name is Soundhawk. That's. I'm Count Sticky. You like Count Sticky more than AKA Skater Boy? Skater Boy. Well, let's have to see. Let's use both for a while and see what sticks. <laughs> I see what you did there. Chefs tell us their favorite podcast to listen to while cooking or whenever by Kate Thorman. Bon appetit. I think it's Bon appetit. <clears throat> I'm gonna just going to, this is going to be a quick hit because I'm going to read you. going to read me a list. There's a whole bunch of chefs in the article and they all kind of mention a show they like. It ranges from food shows to non-food shows. This is the exhaustive list of the you shows. You couldn't be bothered to assign each podcast with the chef who... Oh, that would have taken too long. I didn't know any of these chefs. Well, maybe you didn't, but I probably did. You didn't. It wasn't like Roy Choi. a restaurant industry insider. You were. Years ago, but some things never change. You can mm. take the... Charred onion soup. You can take the insider out of the restaurant industry, but you can't take the restaurant industry out of the insider. Okay, skier boys. Yeah. Now, I'm going to read this list. Okay. There's one thing that just, just pops out. You'll know what it is. Okay. Chef's Story. The Never unbe- heard of it. The Unbearable Lightness <clears throat> of Being Hungry. Too cute. Cooking Issues with Dave Arnold. Wait, am I supposed to be... Sure. Supposed to be common? Like cooking issues? Like you have issues? Like he's not good at cooking? Like you've got issues, dude, with no, your cooking? I'm letting you respond cold. Okay. That's all I got. Stuff You Should Know. I guess. Myths and Legends. That one sounds kind of cool. Revisionist History. A little dry, but... Food is the New Rock. Terrible title. That's the only one I've heard of. Guild of Sommeliers. <laughs> Sounds like a ton of fun. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Well, I bet they're having a jolly good time. The Sporkful. Crime Town. You know what? When I first started at UX Magazine, back when I was getting my feet wet in the UX game, Uh-oh. my mentor at UX Magazine cited the spork as a... Paragon of, of UX design, right? Mm. Because it's dual purpose. I guess. Actually, I don't remember why that. And go ahead. Dan Carlin's hardcore history. Don't don't forget Crime Town. I said Crime Town. Don't forget Dan Carlin's hardcore history. Okay. Those are those sound fun. Hardcore is like the history of hardcore porn. No, I'm gonna actually pause on that one because you know some of these are mainstream, sort of fairly large podcasts. That one in particular is uh-huh. always on the top of the charts. And I've never listened to it. I think it's like one guy. That was my stomach. God, talking about history, Rome, Greece, world wars, but they're like four hours long. Ooh, that sounds good. And see, I'm intrigued. I don't know how to dig in and begin to. Oh, well, you get the podcast app on your iPhone. Okay. Stranglers. The, The Kitchen Sisters present. Sounds like country living. The Splendid Table. Sounds kind of boring. Menu Stories. <laughs> I guess. Super Amazing Restaurant Show. Is that like a Japanese translate? Like you, a lot of times it's when you Japanese Japan, translate Japanese things to English, they come across that way? I think it's Korean. It's all a mukbang. It's a full-on mukbang experience. So, so here's my takeaways. The Nash sh- isn't on here? Duh. That's a huge problem. What for them, the not for fuck? Us. Open your ears and minds, people, yeah. chefs, and <clears throat> we'll keep you ahead of the trends. Like we just told you right now, you better start sourcing drone-free beef. Yeah, that's industry insight from a... Fuck it, Mark, I'm two, an insider now. Have two, I reached that level? Am I an insider now? Mm, Last week, I knew what... Say, I knew you were like, well, what is the other word for texturized did. wheat protein? I was like, bitch, that's vital, Satan. Vital, vital wheat gluten. Like I said... <laughs> I'm an insider now. You're close. <laughs> uh, two, g- give me a break. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, gate, yeah. when when gate get bit hits in a big way, it just dominates this list. Oh, yeah. Three, 
there's so many fucking shows I've never heard of. Yeah, market. You don't need all those shows, people. You need one food show, and you're listening to it. You know what? Uh, here's some irony I just stumbled upon. Here you are, poking fun and lambasting villager goods for entering this ridiculously cl- crowded marketplace. And what the hell are we trying to do here? Hey, we're just having fun. Yeah, we're just having fun. Let's come back next week. One oh six. I got it right. One oh six. Yep. We love you. Episode one hundred and six. You're our absolute favorites. Yeah, all of you. If everybody listening, you are my favorite. You there at your desk with the picture of your cat on your phone. There in your shower, eating an orange. Thank you.